Hey there, welcome back to The Truth of Somewhere, a conspiracy theory podcast. My name's Corey. Your name no, <laughs> I just wanted to give it a real epic, real epic delay there. All right. Well, my name's Corey. And my name's Megan. And Megan, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about Chavez Carter. Uh, who was a young black man that died at the age of 21 while in police custody. Chavez? Chavez. Chavez. C-H-A-V-I-S. Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this case is from 2012, uh, but it's relevant to the current current goings-on in the United States. Uh, so it very recently came across my Facebook feed, and it was like... It basically came across my Facebook feed in the form of a meme, oh. more or less, with okay. like... like clickbaity headline kind of stuff about the case and i was reading i was reading just the little like meme blurb about it and i said what so many times that like you should take me thrift shopping like it was absolutely ridiculous and this is a conspiracy theory uh yes yes i mean you'll understand when we get there that like there's definitely some conspiracy minded stuff going on with this okay um just, like, because the facts of the case are so crazy. Interesting. Um, so, like, the the meme had the facts of the case. Like, not all of them, obviously, because it was a meme. And I was just like, what? No, that can't be right. Like, none of this makes sense. So I had to go look up the case. And then I started reading more about it. And I was like, oh, we're covering this. This is... This is crazy. This is ridiculous. So there's some vague truth in this. Yes. I mean, there are definitely, like, there are an indisputable facts about this case. And then there is, like, the questioning of what the fuck actually happened. Okay. So. Okay. Let's just jump into it. Okay. Uh, On July 29th of 2012, police in Jonesboro, Arkansas, received a call of a suspicious vehicle driving down the street with its lights off at night. Okay. Uh, There were three people in that vehicle, a driver, Chavez Carter, and one other passenger. Mm -hmm. Police pulled the vehicle over, and according to the police statement, Carter initially gave a false name of Lorian Bowman. Oh. Officers frisked and patted down the occupants of the vehicle, including Carter. Mm -hmm. They claimed that this wasn't a full search because they were unsure what they really had or if they would be making any arrests. At this time, this not-a-full-search turned up a small amount of marijuana and some small plastic bags that the police said are commonly used to package drugs. Okay. They estimated that the value of all of that was $10, so that was all found on Carter. That's a very small amount of marijuana. Very, very, very minuscule amount of Mm -hmm. marijuana. Um... At this point, the police got Carter's real name and determined that he had an active warrant out of Mississippi for a probation violation. Oh, okay. Uh, Carter was on probation for one count of selling marijuana in 2011. Mm. So, like, not some, like, yeah, it's marijuana. <laughs> the police placed Carter in the back of a police car without handcuffing him. So they mm. just, like, got him out of the way, put him in a cruiser, and okay. then went and talked to the other two occupants of the vehicle. Um, they didn't have any drugs or warrants, so they were released. Like, some... I'll mention it because it is it is information that was covered in a lot of what I was reading. The other two occupants of the car were white and Chavez Carter was black. Uh-huh. But, like, also they didn't find any drugs or warrants for, like... So, the other two, right. Like, you can make some assumptions there, but I, I'm not drawing those conclusions necessarily for this part of it. I mean, later I'm definitely going to draw some conclusions about systemic racism, but not this particular piece of it. But right now it sounds reasonable. Right, yes, right now it's they reasonable. Would... They had He had a warrant. The other two didn't, and they didn't find anything on them. So they released the other two and kept Carter. I'm interested in how 
why there was a name swap in there. Like, obviously, if you've got a warrant out for you and you're trying to hide from the cops, you're going to probably give them a false name. Mm-hmm. Right. And likely, that's probably worked for him before. Uh, but what confuses me is why... Uh, well, one, we you haven't gone over why the vehicle was searched. The vehicle wasn't searched. The, the people, the people were, were searched. searched. Okay, so what were they it pulled over for? Probable cause because the vehicle was suspicious because it was driving around without its lights on at night. Yeah, that is that is suspicious. And then, okay, so uh, how was it that, do you know why there was a turnover with, like, the so, names? So they searched his name and they were like, you don't exist. Okay. Right. Because so they have those like, powerful supercomputers in their right. cars, whatever. And they're like, You're, like that name doesn't exist. And he cracked and uh, gave him okay. gave them his okay. name is what happened. Um, so the police then took Carter back out of the police car, mm-hmm. cuffed him, and performed a full search of his person at this point before placing him back in the car. And sure. the, that subsequent search turned up nothing. Mm-hmm. So this is where things get really weird. And okay. this is why we're talking about this case. I'm going to read an excerpt from the police statement because that just seemed the easiest thing to start with. Okay. Quote, As the officers then returned to their vehicles to leave, the second officer entered his vehicle and noted the smell of something burning. Gun smoke, we believe. Hmm. And noticed Carter slumped over on the passenger side of the police unit. Oh. The officer then opened the rear door and noticed Carter unresponsive with a quantity of blood on him. At this point, he ran to the other officer to prevent him from leaving, and both officers returned to the second unit, opened both doors, and began to attempt to assist Carter, who was still handcuffed behind his back, and summoned an ambulance. The ambulance arrived and transported Carter to the hospital, where he died a short time later. Oh. Yes. I told you, it gets weird. So as for the car, investigators found a small three eighty caliber Cobra semi-automatic firearm, uh, and one this, extended case. This was in the police car. In the police car. So they searched Carter. Twice. Twice. Didn't find a firearm. Nope. And now they didn't hear a gunshot. Nope. And so obviously this is gonna, this sounds like suicide. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly where this is going. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so they found an extended case along with a projectile. According to police, the handgun had been reported stolen by a Jonesboro resident in June. Okay. Investigators interviewed a number of witnesses, and all of them gave statements that were consistent with the statement uh, of the officers and dash cam footage and audio evidence from the backup officer. It is important to know that there was no backseat footage of Carter because the two squad cars were parked trunk to trunk. Oh. Uh, review of the footage by multiple news outlets left reporters baffled because they didn't hear a distinct gunshot, mm-hmm. which you'd think would be fairly loud from inside the vehicle. Right. Like, yeah. you would think. Um, the windows on the patrol car were up and intact, so there was no possibility that a bullet came from outside of the car. Mm-hmm. The officers on the scene don't remember hearing a gunshot. One of them reported hearing a popping noise that he attributed to a passing car, but this gun didn't have, like, a silencer on it. So it sure. should have been a whole lot more than a popping noise. Absolutely. According to the autopsy report, the bullet entered Carter's head on the right temple, had a downward trajectory, and exited at the border of the ear on the left side. And Carter's death was ruled a suicide. Okay. I mean, I guess it's kind of awkward to hold a gun at that angle, I would think, but not unreasonable. Yeah, but his hands were handcuffed. You're right, his hands were handcuffed, so I don't... A little more unreasonable. A little bit more unreasonable now, yeah, Yeah. so... Uh, so, 
Police Chief Michael Yates called the situation bizarre and said that it, quote, defies logic at first glance. Absolutely. That's why I was like, what? No, can't be. Sure. Uh, so now we're going to get into the conspiracy of it. Hold on. Okay. First, I want to ask, there were two other people that were not police. They left. Oh, they had left already? Yeah. They, the police dismissed okay, them. Okay, dismissed said them. I guess go. I missed that. I, I write notes, so uh, sometimes yeah. I miss little things here and mm-hmm. there. Um, and I have a, I write notes because I have a bad memory. Yeah. Uh, so... Okay, I mean, I got, I got, I got nothing else, and this was before body cams, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, interesting. And so squad cars were parked trunk to trunk, so you can't actually see anything happening in the car, right? But I, and also, it's one of those situations where even if there was some systemic racism here, like why would they shoot the guy in the head? Why Go. would you kneel on somebody's neck for eight and a half minutes? I mean... That's more reasonable than shooting someone in the head. Well, you're right. But why would you shoot people in the back when they're running away? I mean, like, there's Again, lots of unreasonable things happening yeah. with police and, and... But when you have a guy handcuffed in a car... You're right. That's... That... It's one thing to kneel on a guy for a long time in a... I have, I'm have i in a position of power, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you think you're doing the right thing. I'm not saying that that's what was going through their head, but that is that's different than a person who's handcuffed in the back right, of execution. your police car and you execute them. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not the same. No, it's not the same. Yeah. But it's not unheard of that that kind of violence happens when people are already detained. Sure. It's not unheard of. Um, so... Okay, we're getting into the conspiracy of it. And mm-hmm. so this isn't this isn't like the other cases where we talk about mobsters or aliens. Like, this is much more, like... Real. real life conspiracy mm-hmm. than that um like i chose to cover it because even i'm scratching my head a bit like i don't something's not right i'm not right we don't find the truth of this one but it something's not right well great now they don't have to listen to the end <laughs> uh the first big thing is that carter was handcuffed behind his back which we just brought up it's a tad unbelievable that a handcuffed person could shoot themselves in the head but the police department did conduct a recreation uh, recreation, recreation, same thing, that showed that it is indeed possible for someone to manage it, and they even did this with a number of different people with different body shapes and sizes. So, like, somehow, uh, like, you can contort yourself to get a gun. to your head. Okay, okay. Um, but something that is weird is that Carter was left-handed. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the right side. the autopsy reports that the bullet entered on the right side, which uh-huh. means Carter would have used his right hand. Yeah. Not his left hand, but why, like, if you're left-handed, why would you go the other way? I mean, which way was he laying? Sure. How was he, I mean, there, there's probably some explanation. Do I think it's fair or not? I don't know. Yeah. But it sounds like there could be some explanation. Sure. Uh, another big thing is that there was a downward trajectory of mm-hmm. the bullet, which seems really unlikely, yeah. even watching the reenactment video, to get that angle of a downward trajectory well, right, when you're cause handcuffed. Because, like, you're you think bound. it would be upward, yeah. right? Yeah. Because how are you going to get a down? Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But, yeah. Okay. Where was the firearm found? It was in the car. Where? In the car. It didn't say specifically okay. Cause, where. Because that that's important. Because, mm-hmm. like... I'm trying to think, like, well, maybe if you've got the gun, like, I'm already having a hard time imagining shooting yourself with your your hands bound behind your back. But if maybe you have the gun and you're holding it precariously and that causes it to, you know, be tipped at an angle Mm -hmm. when you fire it and maybe, like, somehow you've got the tip of your finger on it, the gun placement matters at that point. Because Mm -hmm. did the gun 
fly out of his hands at that point when he fired the gun with the propulsion of the bullet out of it right uh or did was it still firmly in his hands like i'm not sure about that it wasn't any of the articles that i read about it but that's what i'm saying that that is important that's important where was the gun was it nestled under his head because then i would say that doesn't seem likely Mm -hmm. or was it you know because even then you'd hear the gunshot and maybe the echoing would cancel out a lot of the sound but you would likely hear the gun itself bounce clunk somewhere yeah yeah um i do know that they didn't test uh carter's hands for uh, residue residue gunshot Mm -hmm. residue so like what kind of gun was it uh it's a handgun sure but i mean uh 380 caliber cobra semi-automatic firearm i'm not 100 percent sure what kind of gun that is i'm not sure but like Magnum style guns will leave more residue mm-hmm. because they offlet a lot, a lot more gas than um, other handguns. But I mean, all handguns open mm-hmm. when you fire to let out that, uh, um, to let the shell out. So. Yeah, they didn't test for residue, and the the crime lab was like, "Oh yeah, we don't do that in suicide cases." But like, there's a question of whether this was really a suicide or sure. not. You could at least test the guy's hands. Like, I, I agree, but often I can imagine. Communication is a is a huge thing, mm-hmm. uh, and I say that because it could have been as simple as them handing evidence off and them going, "We're pretty sure this was a suicide." Yeah, and then so the autopsy crew was just kind of like, "All right, well, it's a suicide. Then we're not going to do anything different." Yeah, um, but there was like there's a big investigation into this. Like the police had to do a big investigation mm-hmm. into it. The FBI came in and did a big uh, investigation yeah. into it because like it was just so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Carter also called his girlfriend when he was unhandcuffed in the back of the police car. Mm-hmm. Um, he told her that he'd given a false name, had a gun, and was scared. Mm. He also told her that he loved her, would call her from jail, and asked her to write to him while he was in jail. His girlfriend was pregnant at the time, and she told investigators that Carter wasn't suicidal, and that she found it hard to believe he would commit suicide when they were expecting a child. Okay. I think that... When you are in the situation that he's in, that there's probably a lot of stuff that can go from your mind, it go through your mind. And mm-hmm. I can imagine someone going from not being suicidal to being suicidal very quickly. Yeah. Your whole world just flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. And maybe he thinks that it would be better that, you know, his child didn't have a father that was in jail. Sure. Sure. And that could swap that real quickly. I... I, I I see the questions in this. I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. But so far, it seems reasonable to believe that suicide cannot be ruled off the table yet. You're right. And I don't disagree with that. But it's weird. It's yeah. just a oh, weird absolutely. case. I'm not, it just doesn't I'm not make disagreeing any sense. with that at all. Um, but we should also talk about Michael Yates, mm-hmm. who's the police chief. Mm-hmm. Because his history is really problematic. Okay. So he had been a police chief in America's Georgia... But in 2004, Yates' department came under fire from the local chapter of the NAACP mm-hmm. for its abuse of black residents. Okay. Then Yates allegedly conducted an illegal background check on the NAACP's vice president because they were being critical of his police department. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, which prompted the local chapter to rally and campaign for his dismissal, which makes sense. Of course. Yates voluntarily stepped down and then moved to Jonesboro, Arkansas, and became the police chief there. That's like, ridiculous. how can... No! Like, you, you, you were more or less forced to 
retire, I guess, like forced to quit your job or be fired because you were doing illegal things as the police chief after your department came under fire because you were abusing black people. Like, yeah, what probably happened though is he stepped down. And because he stepped down, nothing was pursued against him. So yeah. he had no mark against him. But you know that that had to have been, like, in the papers. Yeah. And he did illegally conduct a background check. Like, that's just... But, you know, another police department in a different state hires him as a police chief Right, again. but it's think just... about it. He shows up and they're like, all right, man, so we have to interview you because you've got all the qualifications. Like, what's the deal with this? And he talks his way out of it. Yeah. He's a charisma player, right? Sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay, fine. So then, in 2008, uh, on election night, a crowd of black residents formed to celebrate the election of President Obama. Mm -hmm. Someone called the police and reported that 200 black people were screaming outside and the caller feared for their life. Of course. Uh Uh-huh. The responding officer said he noted that items were being thrown, so he triggered an emergency and pretty much all hands on deck, including canines, SWAT, sheriff's deputies, and state police, responded. Uh Uh-huh. Eight young black men were arrested, seven of whom were charged with inciting a riot. But all non-police witnesses said that the riot only started after police showed up en masse. Usually the Sounds case. familiar. Yep. Um, witnesses said that the gathering was clearly a happy celebration. People were dancing and hugging. That makes a lot of sense. Like, you, all you gotta do is put two and two together here. Like, the first black president was just elected, and you've got a bunch of, black, like, happy black people in the streets. Like, you, do, it does not take a genius to figure out... Why would they go out and riot? Like, why they're out there celebrating. Um... So, students of Arkansas State University and local activists claimed that the police brutalized the celebrants causing the riot. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. They continue to question Yates' leadership abilities, given how obvious it should have been yeah. about black president celebrating. Seriously. Uh, so, Yates' department's handling of black citizens made a lot of people question the validity of uh, Carter's ruled suicide mm-hmm. in this case. Um, so... I'm going to leave it open for you to say something now. Okay. If you would like to before I... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I have to say about it. Yates sounds like a shitty police chief. Yeah. Yates sounds like a dick. And I mean, it's, it's really no surprise to me that police departments in the South would have a big problem with systemic racism. Uh... That's not to say that everyone is like that. No. That's not to say that at all. And that's not to say that, you know... I didn't... When you say systemic, that doesn't mean every single person. I I understand that, but I feel like that needs to be, it needs to be said, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't believe that every police officer is a horrible human being. Mm -hmm. I believe that the system has some major faults, and you're forced to play the game that is dealt. Mm -hmm. You're forced to, you're, you, this is what you have, Mm -hmm. right? So, with... With me saying, like, yeah, I think Yates sounds like a horrible person, I want to delineate that I don't think all police officers are horrible people. Yeah. That's what I'm... Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. But go on. All right. Um, so the FBI did get involved in the investigation, okay. like I said earlier, but the final report sided with Jonesboro Police and ruled Carter's death as a suicide. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like, it's not totally out of the question. I yeah. get that it's not totally out of the question, but it is... It's just fucking weird, man. Like, I, ha- I just have a really hard time with this one and thinking, like, it's just cut and dry. So, like, nobody heard a gunshot. Yeah. There's no footage that proves. And, like, if we take it on its face, if we take this report on its face and Carter did manage to shoot himself while handcuffed in the back of a police car, 
How in the hell did those officers miss that gun? How does your search turn up $10 worth of marijuana and some Ziploc baggies, but not a fucking hard metal gun? I'm sorry. Yeah, that is is crazy. So the idea is either, you know, like, he had it on him and the officers missed it the first time. They put him in the back of a police car, not handcuffed, and he stashed it in the car. And they brought him back out, handcuffed him, searched him a second time. He got in the car, shot himself. I mean, that abs- that's their general feeling about it. That sounds the most reasonable. But even but... then, on its face, it's just like gross incompetence. Oh, if you you just put a man in your car with a gun. Like it's gross incompetence to not have found a gun when you found ten dollars worth of marijuana. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's really just is. insane. That's a tiny little baggie. Yeah, that's like... a tiny little baggie versus you know. A fucking hunk of metal sitting yeah. at probably someone's hip or under their arm. Well, and then, like, there's the... So here's... If I were very conspiracy-minded... Here's what I put together from this case, if I were very conspiracy-minded. Mm-hmm. The gun was reported stolen, right? Yeah. What a convenient thing to have. What a convenient way for a officer to offload a stolen... That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So here... Here's my conspiracy, if I were truly a conspiracy-minded person. Mm -hmm. There's some sort of scuffle with Chavez Carter and these police officers. Mm -hmm. Chavez Carter ends up shot in the head somehow. Whether it's execution style or it's an accident, they weren't aiming for the head, whatever it is, Chavez Carter somehow ends up shot in the head. Officers panic because they've just killed this man. They know that they've recovered a stolen gun recently, mm-hmm. so they just plant that gun in the car as evidence. Right. They handcuff Carter, or maybe Carter was already handcuffed when there was a scuffle and he was shot. Sure. Who knows? They toss him in the back of the car, they call an ambulance, and then they say, oh yeah, he must have shot himself because somehow we missed finding this fucking gun when we found $10 worth of marijuana. I mean, that's the biggest, uh, that's the biggest problem with this is them missing the gun mm-hmm. yeah it's gross incompetence at best cover up at worst yeah yeah absolutely that is that is the that is the biggest issue mm-hmm. with this entire thing you missed a gun yeah and like here's my problem with like so the they do an internal investigation because shit's weird uh-huh. and like even the sh- the chief of police was like yeah this is bizarre we know it is so yeah. we're like we're gonna look into it more but when police investigate themselves uh-huh. who are they gonna protect Like, we've seen that over and over and over and over again, right? Right. And when the FBI investigates a police department, I'm not... I don't want to be, like, anti-law enforcement. I don't. I think that law enforcement has a place in Mm -hmm. society. I think that we ask police to put on way too many hats, and that's a big part of the problem we have in this country. But there's this, like, club that you're a part of when you're a law enforcement and everyone protects each other. So even oh, an FBI coming in and and investigating, you're still part of that overall club, right? Like you're still law enforcement even though you're federal. So like I still question the legitimacy of the FBI even investigating I, fellow law enforcement officers. I struggle with that. I'm going to give the FBI portion a little bit more grain of salt and sure. here and here's what I'm thinking. From my perspective, you've got people who come in who are completely unfamiliar with the case, mm-hmm. right? They have no idea what's going on. They have to gather all the information from everybody else. And in most cases, I think that's perfect. I think that you don't want to be connected to the case because the whole idea in this situation is the FBI needs to determine who's the bad guy. The guy, you know, what actually happened? You're not who's the bad guy, really. Mm-hmm. But, like, did he shoot himself in the head or are the police 
here trying to cover something up. They're mm-hmm. the police of the police, really, in this situation, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, but when you've got as little information as you do, and I, I, if any listener of this show knows, I am a huge believer in Occam's Razor. Yeah, it's the... What's like... more likely to be the case with what you know? Mm-hmm. That the police or bad gu- are bad guys, or a guy who had legitimate reasons to fear what was going to happen in his life killed himself. Sure. What's more yeah. likely? It's all, It's usually going to be the thing that doesn't sound as crazy. And You're right. I completely agree that this is fishy as fuck, mm-hmm. but if the FBI, I mean, I'm sure they, they have more information than, evidence. they have more information mm-hmm. than we do, right? Yeah. More detailed information than we do. But with what we have, if I were the FBI, I would say there's just not enough evidence. There's not to enough say evidence not to say a it's a suicide, yeah. right? Yeah, this is fishy as fuck, and I can absolutely see how there would be a large chance that this is a suicide. But I can't say that it is, and for me, I can't say that it isn't a suicide. Mm-hmm. And for me to say it isn't a suicide means I have to have some sort of evidence to blame someone else, right? And you can't well, and do that's that. Why, like that's why conspiracy theories exist, right? Because like. There's not enough evidence to say it's not what they say it is, but like, man, something it's, stinks. It's not always that's not always true about conspiracy theories. No, There's oftentimes a lot of evidence that says no, this is exactly what it right, is. Right, <laughs> but like conspiracies like this that often involve the government, like at this level, mm-hmm. generally come out because something just doesn't make sense. Right. It just doesn't make sense. I think. Right? I think based on the evidence that you have given me mm-hmm. uh it makes sense that there was probably a scuffle they shot him in the head mm-hmm. probably on accident <clears throat> i mean they could uh, quite literally the police officers could have been like hey you're gonna take this gun <laughs> i mean we've seen videos of them like beating a guy up and then putting like a weapon in his hand right? yeah like, there has been videos of and police doing that. someone slipped up and pulled the trigger mm-hmm. right um but I, like I said, I just don't think there's not enough proof to, there's not enough proof to say a man of the law is at fault here. You're right. There isn't. No, but, and that's why we talked about this because it's just, it's super fishy, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's something that fits into like what we talk about. Right. Like and... absolutely the absolutely it's super weird it seems highly improbable i wouldn't say highly improbable highly unlikely that he would be able to commit suicide Mm -hmm. not improbable that he would think about it or attempt it but the way that it was done and like the circumstances that led to it just don't seem likely Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean that's that's what i have to say about that well that's what i got for you yeah i mean that definitely a weird one um yeah i think Sounds like a suicide is the best way to yeah right uh, like, sum this one up. There's like, just not enough information otherwise, so yeah. it's ruled a suicide, right? But that's Sound, fishy as fuck. Sounds like a suicide. Sounds like a murder. Yeah, right. Like, but both. <laughs> yeah. Porcano Lostos. Porcano Lostos. Yeah, but it's it's that's a weird one. So when I saw the meme, it was just literally like, oh, he was handcuffed in the back of a police car, and they ruled it a suicide, and I was like, they what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I just started reading more and more, and I was like, "They searched him twice, and they never fa- what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How? And then, and then it, let's go back to gross incompetence. They searched him the first time and never found this weapon. 
but found this tiny amount of marijuana, put him in the back of a car without handcuffing him, and mm-hmm. then took him back out of the car, and they didn't think to search the car, too. Yeah, like, so... Like, I just don't, I find this all very strange. So here's what I can think of. In the defense of the police in that situation, they found the marijuana. This is still gross incompetence, I think. They found the marijuana and stopped searching. Mm-hmm. They're like, we found something. There's no reason to continue searching. Obviously, that's... That's dumb. Dumb, <laughs> right? Because they didn't find a gun mm-hmm. that was there, but, like, really are people hiding all sorts of things all over their body. I I actually, I say that as, like, that's crazy, but I'm willing to bet if I were to talk to a police officer, they'd be, police officer, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we uh, find, yeah. like, 16 things on yeah, somebody Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do a rectal search, yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, absolutely gross incompetence on that. Yeah. hundred percent. It doesn't make sense. It's tough because like, I don't think people should be perfect Mm -hmm. because we're not, we're not perfect. I, people are going to miss steps. Things like this are, are going to happen. It's impossible to get rid of that. But the better you are at your job, the less likely you are to make those mistakes. Mm -hmm. So that just comes down to either a, the three of them, the three police officers, right? Two. Two police officers. You're right. Three people, two police officers. The two police officers were trash at their job. Both of them, which is just depressing. Yeah. Or one of them had complete faith in the other one while they was while he was doing the 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 search while the other one was typing up stuff for the report. Still though, like that's not a great way to do your job, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's sure split the work, but like who's protecting who in that situation in case the situation does go awry yeah i i don't know this is this is a real crazy one and i could speculate all day i I think this is the first one where i've been like here's my theory like here's the conspiracy theory that i put together after reading this i mean it makes it makes sense this is absolutely the first one where i was like oh man you know there you have it folks we're creating conspiracy (laughs) theories on this channel (laughs) we've been doing this for so long that our brains just now kind of connect those dots Ugh. Or, you know, this case is just that fucking weird. Well, like, I'm not conspiracy-minded, generally. I'm not. But, like, this case just... This case fucking bothers me. You have it to, bothers me. You have to connect dots mm-hmm. with this case. You absolutely have to. Otherwise, you go, there's just not enough... And, you know, it, ultimately, it's probably gross incompetence. It's probably gross incompetence in a suicide. A suicide. Like... Maybe that like that's much more likely than than anything that I'm coming up with on the other side, right? I don't think that I don't think that's more likely than a scuffle. You're right. It's probably not more likely than a scuffle and, and a, a police op- shooting and a cover up. And, and it maybe maybe in the scuffle, um, Chavez put his hand on the officer's belt, and the officer was like, "He's grabbing for my gun," so he shot him in the head. Sure, maybe. I mean. I don't think that that, with the amount of evidence that we have, I don't think that's any less likely. But when it comes to it, there is just not the burden of proof. Mm-hmm. There just is there no... There weren't body cams. Mm-hmm. You can't see any of that on the dash cams. What I would have liked to have known is if they did an inspection on the officer's guns. Were your guns fired? I don't know. Like, the FBI report, like, I couldn't find the FBI report. Like, I couldn't even find much on the fact that the FBI got involved other than they got involved. Mm-hmm. And that the final ruling was still suicide. Right. So, like, I could, I don't know if the officer's guns were looked at or if the officer's hands were looked at for gun, uh, mm-hmm. the, whatever that stuff is called. Oh, residue. Residue. Gunshot yeah, yeah, residue. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Um, 
I, I know Chavez Carter's hands weren't looked at for gunshot residue. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. It's a weird one, and I, I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. I think that's why we're still talking about it, because we're <laughs> like, there's just not, like, yeah, we definitely come to consi- some conspiracy theories where we're like, oh, we got nothing on this one, who knows, but it's, like, so bizarre and so out there that we're like, it doesn't really matter, but this one almost feels like it has a price to it. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to find the answer. No, we're not going to find the answer. <laughs> so there's no point in continuing to talk in circles. So I, you know what? What do you guys think? Absolutely. Like, we want to Email hear. us, the truth is somewhere podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at TTIS Podcast. We would love to start discussions on these episodes on also, our Facebook and, Yeah, in TTIS Podcast group, I post a weekly discussion thread, but like, Nobody wants to discuss anything. Everybody we just posts you... memes. We know you're there. We you... post memes. Right, right. <laughs> but let's hear let's hear your thoughts on it. We'd like to talk to you. We'll talk to you about like, it. Like, we want to know what you think. Yeah. Like, these things are interesting to us, and I'd love to hear the perspectives from other people. But anyway, finish up. <laughs> um, also, uh, merch. The merch. truthissomewhere.threadless.com. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And all of that pertinent information can be found... <laughs> That's our dog. Yep. <laughs> All of that pertinent information can be found uh, on the truthissomewhere.com. And that's what I got for you, you guys. Truth mm-hmm. is somewhere. Keep looking. Keep looking. Testing, testing. Percy's popped pimples pleasantly Gross. perched upon his poyous. Poyous? What does poyous even mean? Peak. I don't think poyas is a word. Poisterous. I don't think that's a word either. Paposterami. <laughs> also not a word. Parmigiano. Parma pan pickled. <laughs>